0: Thank my father. Thank you, Pastor sir. Thank you. We know, we know, we know, we know that something has happened. We know that something has happened. I said there are days and there are certain days these eight days are certain days. And the Spirit of God told me while we were worshiping, he said, these, he said this meeting, these eight days of blessing is for the years ahead. Then I remembered what pastor said to us yesterday, that's strength for the journey. We will not be of them that started and did not finish. Lord said to Elijah, I said, eat, for the journey is great. Not the journey is far, the journey is great. That means in that journey, you require certain things. You require strength. You require wisdom. You require ability. You require grace. And as we sit under the ministration of our Father here, we are eating. And ladies and gentlemen, I submit to you by the Spirit of God that none will fall by the wayside because we are eating here the Bible says that without controversy said the lesser is blessed of the greater not everybody can bless you when, when God calls for 8 days of blessing we are not here to excite ourselves God orchestrated it said the lesser is blessed of the greater When you when you see God bringing you, you brings your father to bless you, it's confirmed, and nobody can change it. I I want us to say thank you, Pastor. Pastor. We love you, Pastor. Pastor. Wow. Thank you, Pastor. You may be seated. Let's pray, Father, in the name of Jesus. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the opportunity we have to hear your word, to be instructed by you, even these eight days. And Lord, as we speak, we speak your mind, we receive with meekness, then graft the word of God is able to save our souls. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Now, I would like to first of all start by saying that it is not the easiest thing to preach when your father is around. And I'm going to try, sir. (laughs) Is that? <laughs> Praise God. You know, we are talking about eight days of blessing. And um, we are, this is the second day. And we want to know the mind of the spirit. You know, there are so many things Pastor is going to share with us. And I know I'll be able to say something. <laughs> but, when you look at blessing, blessing is not man's concept. Blessing is God's concept. When you look at men, when a man wants to help his friend, he can give him money, he can give him some help, give him a car, give him something. When men want to help, like Pastor was telling us yesterday, that God doesn't bless with material things, but you have to first of all understand that when blessing was introduced in Scripture, it showed that it is God's concept. God is the one who blesses. Because I told you before, I said, God is not into giving you. God is into making you. Because if God gives you something, you can lose it. But God's mind is to make you something that attracts every other thing that you would have been given. So God's mind is not really to give you, but to make you so that you become a giver. Because God intends to put you in his class. You, hear, you see that from what he told Adam. He said he made him his image and likeness. So, Adam was supposed to look like God and function like God. So, the Christian concept that, you know, we have to sit under God for God to try to give us something, it's a lower class. When you start working with God, you realize that he's not really into giving you something, but he's into making you something. So, you see that everything God made, he blesses it. So, blessing is God's concept. Blessing is not man's concept. When God made Adam... He didn't have to make many other Adams. His concept, you would see that, go through the whole of scripture, he makes just one man and blesses him. He meets just one person and blesses the person. And that person now receives the grace or the ability, the person now multiplies. So you see that it is God's concept. Now you see through scripture that the men that walk with God, you could see that they knew the value of the blessing. The question is, who taught them? Who taught them the value of the blessing? This men understood the value of the blessing. Today, if you see two, two siblings fighting, maybe when their father is probably you know, about to die or something, instead you see them fighting, you would, you would see things like they are fighting over a land, they are fighting over a house, they are fighting over a car. But Jacob and Esau were fighting over prayer. Esau said he's going to kill Jacob. Why? Not because of what Isaac had. The Bible says Isaac was a rich man. So not because of what Isaac had, not because of uh, uh, Isaac's cattle, not because of Isaac's businesses, but Jacob and Esau were fighting, someone was you know, try, trying to chance the other for what? For prayer, for blessing. In fact, it was such a big deal that Isaac said, go and make me food. He said, I will bless you from my soul. What did they learn? What did Abraham tell them? What did they learn? What had they been taught? Oh, I, I think that Abraham probably had taught them about something called the blessing that makes men. I think that, you know, uh, uh, we, we live in a time now that uh, everybody is, you know, looking at um, the fiscal things. A, I, I want to share testimony. There was a lady who called me one time, and that day she did not come to church after our super Sunday service. She did not come to church. So I called her. I said, David, why didn't you come to church? She said, sir, I didn't have money on me. And I said, oh. So, you know, my first instinct was, okay, just take this amount of money. She said, sir, I don't want money. He said, pray for me. She said, sir, I know when you pray for me, you know, I was so touched on my inside. I said, go on your knees. We were talking about the phone. I said, in the name of Jesus. At that time, she had applied to a job in the UK for four years. She had not gotten it. The moment I finished praying for her that week, they called her. You know, I was touched. What touched me was the person's idea Going into, into the way God wants it, I saw a spiritual person. I saw somebody who understands it, like Pastor was talking about God's ways. The blessing is God's way. Man did not invent blessing. Man did not invent cursing. It is God's way. God, uh, um, the, the blessing is an empowerment to succeed. God makes things succeed. So you see, success is, it comes from inside. It comes from inside. So, God empowers a person, empowers a thing, empowers the fish. He speaks over them. I would say he blessed saying. He empowers things to succeed. So, if the Spirit of God calls us for a meeting here, you understand, God is trying to help us to transact in heavenly material. God is helping us to transact in heavenly material. You know, one of the first things you need to understand about the blessing is, sometimes you can say, oh, blessing. God bless you. You don't really... um, Understand because the word blessing is not really a word that in, in our current times we use, it's not our everyday language. We rather we are more acquainted with things like success, uh, making it, prospering, you know. But the blessing is quite an ancient word, it's an empowerment. It's an empowerment. So let's get to where is this thing coming from? Because you see, when God blessed Adam, he said, Be fruitful, multiply. But that was not the plan. He came to Noah, he said, be fruitful, multiply. That was not the plan. So now, in Genesis chapter 12, God now showed us the plan. Genesis chapter 12, verse 1. There was something interesting that happened between Jacob and Esau. Jacob was a very smart man. Jacob knew that if he had gone to collect the blessing without collecting the birthright, it would not work. If he had gone to collect the blessing Without collecting the birthright, so Jacob knew that the blessing responds to the validator, which is the birthright. So, who is qualified for the blessing? Because there are certain things that must break from your mind. Some people think they are cursed. Oh, I'm coming from a family where we are cursed. Pastor told us yesterday, he said, the devil cannot curse you. The devil cannot bless you. Because if he can curse, he can bless. So, first of all, you need to understand that, am I qualified for this thing? This thing called blessing. Am I qualified for it? I said, the birthright is the validator of the blessing. Because Abraham had given birth to Ishmael and gave birth to Isaac. Yet, the blessing rested on Isaac, the physical seed. Why not Ishmael? Because the Bible says that the one that is of the flesh is not counted for the seed. So, Isaac was counted for the seed. That's why in the book of um, uh, uh, Genesis, God told him, he said, you have not held your only son. Where from? Where was Ishmael? Because the birthright is the validator of the blessing. If someone blesses you and you are not qualified for it, it's not going to work. So, the amount of God Pastor Chris said, the blessed, must, the blessed must be blessed. If the blessed must be blessed. So, first of all, if you're not even born again here, we, we, we don't have a conversation. Because the first thing is the birthright. So, you see in Abraham, Abraham blessed Isaac. When Isaac was blessing now, it was between Esau and Jacob. Now, it, it, it marvels me that these two guys were fighting over the prayer of the guy, Because probably Abraham had told them that this thing is an eternal thing. Now, let me explain something. The Bible says, whatsoever God does is forever. What does this show you? It shows you that God, anytime God is doing something, it has an eternal fabric. When men do things, it, it decays. When God does something, it is forever. So what did Esau miss? That it pained him so much that he wanted to kill Jacob. Because when you study the scripture, Esau too became a rich man. So, if we were living in Esau and Jacob's day, we would have said, oh, that prayer did not really produce anything. The two of them are all wealthy guys. So, you say, oh, Jacob was even under Laban. This thing is not really any serious thing. This coming to church, being blessed by your pastor, it's not really any serious thing. You know, just, just uh, work hard, you'll be fine. But there's something about the blessing. What Esau missed was <laughs> the ability for God to say, I'm the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Esau because what god does is forever when isaac gave it to jacob something happened it was beyond the money the guy had entered into god's eternal plan when god blesses a man it is not just for for the material thing the material things are just the effect of it the man enters into god's plan now look at genesis chapter 12 you see abraham here he says now the lord had said unto abraham now pastor told us three things. He said three spiritual blessings. You will see those three things play out over here. He said, now the Lord had said unto Abraham. So what does he say to you? Abraham did not lobby God. Abraham had not gone to speak to God. Sometimes, you know, we think it is by our effort that God answers. It's a thing of grace. pastor told us, he said, it's a spiritual blessing. Grace is a spiritual blessing. He said, now the Lord had said to Abraham. Now, when you go to Genesis chapter 11, a, a group of men, all right, okay, let's look at Genesis chapter 12 first. He says, now the Lord has said to Abraham, get thee out of thy country, out of thy kindred, from thy father's house unto a land I will show thee. He said, I will make of thee a great nation, Now bless thee, and make thy name great. Now, you will see something familiar in Genesis chapter 11. Let's go to Genesis chapter 11. From verse 5, he says, and the Lord came now to see the tower which the children of men builded. Now, let's go to verse 4. Verse 4 is the point. And they said, go to, let us build us a city and a tower. Whose top may reach unto heaven. Then he says, look at it. He said, let us make a name. These guys wanted to make a name. When God looked at it, he said, that is not my plan. He scattered the plan. This thing is not about ambition. It's not about ambition. You know, some people are having ambitions. But everything about the blessing starts with Genesis chapter 12. He said, now the Lord had said, question, what has the Lord told you? What has the Lord said? Because that is the grace. Because at this point in time, Abraham was not even praying. I was, I was in a conversation with pastor. The pastor was telling me, he said he was a Syrian. His father was even worshipping other gods. But God came to the guy. The guy has not done anything to God. The guy has not said anything to God. But God comes to the guy and says that, I'm going to make you great. I'm going to bless you. So this thing starts with God. We are not here because we are coming to beg God or try to get God to do anything. We are in the plan of God. Now you are here because the Lord had said. <laughs> Let me tell you something. There's something about God. When you begin to hear God, judgment begins. Because what you have not, he said, from from the times past, he said, God overlook. Why? Because when you don't hear, judgment can start. So sometimes the meetings you enter, they are a sign of what God wants to make you. When God put me under my man of God, Pastor Bionula, I knew that there's no way I can be poor. You understand? Because an elephant, a baby elephant, is not praying to be big. Whether you disown your father or not, you have his DNA. It is something that comes with being a son. That's why it's not good to be jumping from church to church. You must have a father because your father's DNA will reflect in you. He said, now the Lord has said... So, there are things that, because I I told you, I said, what you don't want, you don't watch. There are things that God permits you to see, even if you are from a poor home, God has started a new journey with you. There are some meetings that God permits you to sit in, because some things you will hear. Because when I started hearing $2 million, I've never made $2 million. What people have that kind of money? But as I started going to church, I started sitting and said, people are giving $2 million in this place. I will just sit down. Because your association will rub off on you said, blessed is the man that standing uh, uh, stand in the castle of the ungodly. So, there are some places when you sit, you cannot be blessed. So, there are some places when you sit, you'll be blessed. It starts there. What God is causing you to see, What is God is causing you to hear. So, in a meeting like this, there are some things you will hear. There are some, I'm very happy that Pastor is mentioning figures. Like for today, like, we've had six million dollars. <laughs> you understand? If I have had six million dollars, it means my heart has started processing the account. That's why it starts. Anything that comes to you by accident will leave you by accident. So sometimes God must, you know, Bible says pre- prepare ye the way of the Lord because God does not work everywhere. There are some things God will do with your mind. You eh? will do with your mind before he can give you something. So there are some things you have to hear in church. There are some things you have to hear. There are some meetings you have to attend. You have to start hearing that you are blessed. You have to start rejecting anything when you go to a place and they say, here, we don't have money. You know that you are not in the right place. Because, because some of you have been raised in, uh, in homes where they tell you, you know, we don't have anything. You do, you refuse such things. That's where it starts. Now the Lord had said to Abraham, because it's come to work on Abraham's mind. He said, now the Lord has said to Abraham. I said, the blessing works with the birthright. So now let's look at it. The Abraham gave it to Isaac who is counted for the seed. Isaac now blesses Jacob, who was supposed to be Esau, but Jacob is a smart man, he says. Because what Esau said, he said, is it not my brother who had taken my birthright and my blessing? That's what he said. He didn't say my blessing. He didn't say only my blessing. He said, he had supplanted me these two times. That's what he said. He had taken my birthright and has taken my blessing. Because if he doesn't take the birthright, the blessing cannot work. It's called the right of the firstborn. Now, Question is, where do we come in? In Christ. To be blessed, the blessing is our birthright. You know, so that you start disconfiguring your mind of, oh, our family. No, no, no. You understand, you in Christ, it is your birthright to walk in the blessing. He said that the blessing of Abraham. So this blessing of Abraham that was given to him James Genesis chapter 12, it's now starting to work in the mind or in the life of this guy. Because he's now born again. Because he's counted for the seed. Go back to Genesis chapter 12 verse 1. He says, now the Lord has said unto Abraham. pastor told us yesterday, this is where it starts. What has the Lord told you? I remember in 2011, ICLC. I man to go, Pastor Chris said something. He said, today God will talk to you. He told us to shout seven times. He said, the seventh shout, he said, the Lord will talk to you. As we shouted, the Lord gave me Jeremiah chapter 1. He said, before I formed thee in the womb. I knew thee. And before thou camest forth of the womb, I sanctified thee and ordained thee prophet prophet unto the nations. Then verse 6, Then said I, Ah, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak, for I am a child. But the Lord said unto me, Say not, I am a child, for thou shalt go to all that I shall send thee, whatsoever I command thee, thou shalt speak. At that time, there was nothing that looked like it can ever happen. But the Lord had said, now I, I like the, the, the way he put it in Genesis chapter 12. He said, now, That means this one that we are talking about, that works in this fierce way. It is a now word. Now the Lord had said, question, what has the Lord told you? Now, who say, oh, I probably not heard God. When pastor begins to preach, you are hearing God. Because there are some places that you sit, you know that I am hearing God in this place. This is what I'm looking like. I remember the first time I saw the the man of God Pastor Chris on TV. As I saw him healing the sick, and I saw him praying for her. It's like, it's like something on my inside was, it's like deep, collect on deep. I knew that this is where I'm supposed to be. I knew that fo- following this, this man, that is it. The, that is also the Lord had said. As you pray, as you pray, he said, now the Lord had said. He didn't say the Lord is going to say, he said the Lord had said. As you pray, as we are listening to pastor, in this meeting, in these in this eight days, God will speak to you. As you, you will see visions. You will see visions. As we are praying, as we are praying, you will be seeing things. 2012, Pastor took me to South Africa. Coca-Cola do my CLC again. As I stood there and I saw the crowd, and the man of God Pastor Chris Ministering. As I saw, I began to cry. As I wept, God said, Are you seeing the crowd? He said, I can do it with you. Now the Lord had said. So, grace, I want to say something about this grace. Pastor told I said, God can give you a designer grace. Pastor showed us a scripture yesterday. Pastor, with your permission, Acts chapter 20, verse 32. He said, now, brethren, I commend you to God into the word of his grace. Paul said uh, yesterday, he said, grace and truth move together. Because, you see, grace is a man, but grace is also a message. Mm -hmm. He he calls it the word of his grace. He said, grace and truth. Grace is a message. It's a message of grace that is shared with you, you know, you realize that you have come into that realm. He says, and and now, brethren, I commend you to God into the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you inheritance among all that are sanctified. Verse 33. He says, I have coveted no man's silver, or gold. Pastor was sharing this with me in his office. No man's silver. He said that scripture yesterday. Or gold. Or apparel. You don't have to covet somebody's grace, because God can do something new with you. He said His verses are new every morning. As we are, as we are here, God can be speaking to this person about something. Speaking, and God is not trying to make anybody small. Let's do an exercise. Lift your right hand up. Whose hand block each other's? Uh, his friend's hand. That means there's space at the top for everyone. There are many birds in the air, but you never heard of bird accident. <laughs> that means God can make everybody great. God can give you something that is a designer grace that no man has ever seen before. He said, his mercies are new every morning. Now the Lord has said to Abraham, Abraham didn't love God. This is where it starts. Blessing starts with grace. Pastor told us yesterday. Because when you see Abraham's journey, you will see those three things Pastor told us yesterday. You will see grace, you will see faith, and you will see strength. Okay, let's look at them. The first one was grace. God said to Abraham, he's going to be this, going with that. Now, the grace was God's mind. This grace is God's possibilities. It's God's mind. What God wants to say, what God wants to do, it's in the grace. But then, faith will need to tap into the grace. Because that grace is a heavenly material. So God now has to help Abraham to see. He took Abraham out one day and said, look at the stars. As he looked at the stars, he saw. Yesterday we were talking about seeing. As he saw the stars, God said, and Abraham believed God. That was faith. So before even the child would come, God had to take Abraham through these three things that Pastor mentioned yesterday. Grace. Then when he looked at the stars, he saw the stars. The Bible says, Abraham believed God and it was counted for righteousness. Now, when you read Hebrews chapter 11, verse 11, I would say, by faith, Sarah received strength to conceive. Because with the grace, with the grace, the availability of the grace means that Abraham can have faith. Because you cannot have faith for what God has not said. So you begin to express your faith in what God has told you. You know, there was a man in the Bible called Simeon, in the book of Luke. The Bible said that it was revealed to him by the Holy Ghost that he should not see death until Jesus has come. So that man, everybody, all his eight mates were not his mates. All of them are permitted to die except him because if he doesn't see Jesus, he's not permitted to die. Why? It had been revealed to him. What has been revealed to you? What has God said about you? When you look in the mirror, who do you see? Do you see a defeated person? When you look into the person, are you seeing a blessed man? That even if everything around you does not look like it is, you know that now the Lord has said. (laughs) Am I talking to somebody here? Now the Lord has said unto Pastor Enoch. No, you put your name there. Like Pastor said yesterday, if you don't know your name, you can use my name. Now the Lord has said unto Pastor Enoch. What has the Lord said unto you?